All right, welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of my FX Buddies. And there's a lot, and this is just for the weekend, the weekend of February 24th and 25th, even though it's about to be midnight. So this, even though it says right here, Sunday, February 25th, this will be uploaded and distributed as of the 26th. February 26th and there's already enough <laughs> since I put this together there's already more stuff out that I could do another one tomorrow but I don't think I will but for time's sake I'm just gonna say wherever you listen or watch look for the description box of more details description you know whatever and there's a link to the blog and the because you might want to see this one and the blog will now have a video right on the blog page with the articles the full articles so you can follow along okay and I I do that because I get feedback from people that that really helps them understand better I'll say better understand because we really don't have a full understanding <laughs> right anyway okay so let's get into it so here is one of those things I could care less about but some people think it really has something to do with the RV and some people are really into this so I made this the title and the first article the disappearance of 1.2 trillion dinars the iraqi printed currency declined as the third largest decline recorded in 20 years so that means they have taken you can read this it means they've taken 1.2 trillion dinars out of circulation that's all that means but some people believe there's too much Okay, excuse me, let me rephrase that. Either they've been taken out of circulation or they're sitting in the homes of the people. <laughs> okay, Those, which that's, that's what happens when you save money out of the system, right? You have effectively taken it out of the system. But they, you know, they look, they use the word disappeared, but they know where they are. Sure, they probably sitting over here in America too, right? <laughs> but anyway, so there's some people who say the RV's not going to happen until they get this amount of currency out of the system. So I know when I read this, I was like, oh wow, some people are going to be so excited to see this. All right, so that's there. Okay, let's see. Now this to me is exciting. The Ministry of Planning continues to review and discuss the sectoral papers of the National Development Plan for 2024 through 2028. I know it's four years. Don't panic. The Ministry of Planning has deep tentacles into everything. It's the Ministry of Planning. If you've ever looked at how a community is built, and what do they call it? Um, you can even get a degree in like community planning, city planning, right? 
they probably it's probably engineer something something now right but when back in my day when i was in college <laughs> they had uh, courses because i was actually going to take one because it filled the time slot i needed but anyway but if you look into that there's so much involved everything from what goes underground to what's on top of the ground okay so to see them and it says to launch it's preparing for the launch of the national development plan so i think that's great we haven't seen this before a lot of people don't pay the ministry of planning any attention i didn't for a long time either until i noticed they're everywhere they're at all the meetings they sometimes even come here to the meetings with the cbi and the treasury they just don't mention that they're there unless you really read whole articles or later another article will come out saying oh and the ministry of planning was at washington and blah 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 right so yeah so i'm i'm happy to see this and trust me they're gonna have a development plan for the next 15 years once they finally get started building and constructing so don't let that four-year thing it's not messing with me at all so okay why do i have this here an economist dollar exchange rate may witness a slight rise and they have those back and forth it may go down it may go up but i have this here for a reason oh because they're saying the exchange rate of the parallel dollar have been stable and they have been so even though they're not going down even this weekend it like here i think this was saturday 1525 1510 but even today it was down to like 1509 they're just not letting it break that 1500 dinars per dollar barrier for some reason okay let's see um disagreements disrupt a law okay yeah so in parliament i guess they had a discussion about the oil and gas law and it didn't go too well <laughs> but um so the it says the disagreement centered around the blah 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 for this reason there is no specific or scheduled date for the enactment of this law by the house of representatives as the law is still under discussion and negotiation between baghdad and herbal so that's what they're saying whether this is true or not this is the story they want us to believe this is the story they're putting out right for the citizens not even us for the citizens to believe and that's i think people forget that's how you have to look at these news articles they may not be true they may not be factual well that's how i view them anyway it's the story that they want us to believe at this present time okay so that's what they're saying that's that all right a delegation from the iraqi financial supervision authority arrives in the Kurdistan region so some auditors arrived and I think they're looking at the last six months of 2023 but they are saying they've had they've they've had continuous communication for two years so they're they've been doing this but there's still some 
distrust between both sides. The Kurds don't trust Baghdad. Baghdad doesn't trust the Kurds. So, you know. And I thought this was interesting. Closing and liquidating the work of a prominent international team in Iraq. Okay. So, it has to do something with ISIS. So, if they're liquidating and closing, that means they're done, right? Now, it's, they expect to be done by September. Oh, what a wonderful month. September of 2024. I know that's the end of the year, but I keep telling you guys, be prepared to be here throughout this year. If you didn't hear on the last blog post or whatever that I did, my timeline right now is out to June because as long as the, the conflict, quote unquote conflict, you could change with a three letter word that starts with W. As long as that's going on, we're going to strangle Iraq, right? And speaking of that, here are some articles about, oh, there was one other headline. It's not there. Huh. Anyway, so this was an article. It had some funky formatting issues like this. See, I can't even get this to go over all the way to the left. So I just put the title, but, and you know, it's nothing new. They're saying the same things, but America practices a policy of double standards to control Iraqi funds. Um, so that's him. Here's another person. Now this is Maliki's coalition, but so of course, right? State of law is Maliki's coalition. And this person right here is saying this. America transfers to Iraq its money mortgaged in the federal bank, but they do it when they get ready to. <laughs> and they call it distillation, a distillation method. All right, so here we have, um, there were still more articles about the electronic payment system. The value of electronic payments exceed $9 trillion dinars during 2023. So, of course, that's a big uptake because they were forced to, right? They're forcing them to move over to using electronic payments, getting their salaries on uh, debit cards, and then moving from there. Um, this article is kind of long, but it's comprehensive. It has, in one place, most of what all the other little articles said. So that's why I have this one here. If you want to read it. Um, and also, I think on Friday, they announced they're calling for uh, it looking into what investigating, auditing, words like that, uh, the key card company again. And if you don't remember, they did that and they arrested one of the members management and he was in jail for a little while then he got out of jail early he got out of jail early and they put him back to work for the company so no wonder people are like hey investigate them right but as i just thought that was interesting but yeah so more of that but yeah so you see how this this is a long article but i know like i said some people read stuff that other people don't so that's why I try to put a variety. Okay, and here's another. What is the impact of the use 
of the electronic payment on the Iraqi economy. This one's not as long. And it says pretty much the same thing. Look here. See, these are not formatted right. Anyway, sorry. You probably don't notice, but I noticed. Um, so it gets rid of there. It's anti-corruption, right? Employees who would accept bribes through manual payment can't accept bribes through electronic payment. Um, here again, they talk about the dinars outside the banking system because the people have the cash mass. So they want, if by forcing them to get on these electronic payments, they have to bring their three zero notes in, but they're not, they're not going to, especially not until the rate changes. So they just need to get over that. The government needs to get over that. Anyway, <laughs> like they're really listening. Okay, so that was short. Not a whole lot came out on Saturday. Um, but so let's get into Sunday. Parliament completes the first reading of the draft law on the Center for Banking Studies. That's it. There's not much more about that, but I'm glad they're reading stuff about banking because I think that's part of what's holding us up. Part of those laws that need to be... Oh, and over the weekend, a Kurdish businessman was kidnapped. But he was released the next day. Um, so, see, that's why they need... And what do they have sitting there waiting to get approved and activated? A law about kidnapping. Isn't that crazy? That just blows my mind. But apparently they need it. So, yeah, and he wasn't hurt or anything, um, but, yeah, all right. An advisor to the Association of Banks, and who is it, who is it? Yes, Samir Al-Nisari. He warns of harm to the private banking sector due to U.S. sanctions and restrictions. So, his last few articles have really been about um, kind of dancing around someone's holding them back. Oh, no, he's not dancing around, right? He says U.S. sanctions and restrictions. So they're harming them. They're harming not only private banks, but the whole economy, right? So let's see. Here is, he's saying, okay, we're doing what you're telling us to do using such as using the electronic platform application for foreign transfers in accordance with new standards and controls which is regulating foreign trade, financing, and directions that make the Iraqi banking sector regulated by international banking standards. Let's see. And then he talks about how the private banks, some of the private banks, those ones that have the non-sanctions sanctions on them, <laughs> these banks are currently outside the electronic platform and the currency window in Iraq. And that's hurting the rest of the banks because we're punishing them also like indirectly, right? One of the reasons for the fluctuation of the exchange rate in Iraq is due to the lack of previous control over unofficial border crossings and illegal imports. And also, so there's more to this, but those were some things I wanted to point out, but also uh, one day last week, Sudani gave a speech saying a lot of these problems were from previous governments. So I'm like, mm, look at him pointing fingers. And then 
here we go. Uh, he's pointing out. But also, that is true. If you don't control your borders, you, right? Well, you know. Let's leave that alone. <laughs> so anyway, so also, Marjor Barzani, this is the one that I call the son Barzani. He's in Washington. He arrives in Washington on the evening of Saturday, February 24th. What is he here for? Hmm. And of course, he has a delegation with him. He's scheduled to hold a series of meetings with senior American officials in the White House, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, and Congress. So he got invited and jumped on it right away and came. All right, so we'll hear, we'll hear more about that. Maybe we will, maybe we won't. Like I said, they don't get all the fanfare that the Baghdad prime minister or, or you know, the Iraqi prime minister gets. Um, so here's another ministry that is going to cash less March 1st. No more cash transactions as of March 1st. Just threw that in there so you could see that. Sadani gave a speech. Um, there was some thing, some, there was a symposium. Here we go. Symposium, right? At Baghdad Institute under the slogan, Regional Communication, the Centrality of Iraq. So, among other things, this is what he talked about. We seek to attract partnership, okay? Partnership and economic integration. So you can read that if you want. It's really not that long, but for time's sake. Does deleting the currency zeros affect its value? An economist explains. Okay, so. I've been getting a lot of questions. Apparently, one of the main big known gurus got his hands on this report from some guy who's an economist in another country. He is Iraqi, but he's in London. Apparently, he lives in London, works at Cambridge, does research for Cambridge University, and he put out an opinion report that I have not seen. And I probably won't see. But that's all it is. It's an opinion report. It's not from the CBI. Sudani didn't call this guy up and go, hey, write this report. Um, now, it is interesting timing that he would do that, right? And so, of course, that will be read by those who will read that. Because I really feel the citizens are giving up hope. The longer this goes on through the year, they're going to be like, oh, same old thing. You made all these promises and didn't do them, right? So here we are because we're still only in the second month. But if we get to April, May, and they still haven't done it, the citizens are going to lose faith. Well, you know, whatever faith they have. Anyway, so this came out. He is, so this is not granted the one that the guy did is very uh, detailed. It appears to be very detailed. It's nothing we haven't heard before. Um, we know that Iraq needs to 
get the three zeros off the um, money and the rate. The two have to go together, right? It says all stuff we've heard before. Now, if you're new, you probably haven't heard that before. But so here's one article about deleting the three zeros. And then this one came out today. Now, this was yesterday. And see, it was only three paragraphs. This one came out today. It's a little longer. It has a little more detail. Um, but he, he, this one here, this is also a, no, he's a former member of parliament. So this guy here is an economic expert, right? Talking about deleting the three zeros. And then here is a former member of parliament. Now, we may hear more about this throughout the week. What I'm thinking is that guy did that report and it's hitting Iraq's news and people, uh, other economists, this guy here, are either being interviewed or they're going, let me come on your show so I can talk about this, right? So that's what I think is happening because it's just too much of a coincidence that all of these articles came out at the same time. Plus, remember, Thursday or Friday, Kuwait put out an article talking about what? Their money, the evolution of the Kuwaiti dinar. Remember, I thought, how interesting, great timing, right? But it would be more exciting if these articles were from the CBI. But again, we know, I think mid last year, Aliyah Locke did come out and say, hey, the project to delete the zero still exists. So you could probably should read these, especially if you're new. Then you would see some of the things that they're talking about. But he goes into even says it's like six cents to print a note. Um, he talks about the reason why they have the three zero notes now that go back to Bremer, Paul Bremer, I think was his name. Um, so yeah, so it's a good little history and interesting timing. Okay, the WTO, are they in? Are they out? Well, they're not out because they're observing members. I don't think they're in. I don't think they're going to be in. For the first time in 20 years, Iraq participates in the Ministerial Conference of the World Trade Organization. So they did meet there. It's in Abu Dhabi. Uh, let's see. Mm, here's the person. This guy right here in this picture, I believe this is his name, which I don't know how to say. So he gave a speech and here's a sentence that is going to conjure all kinds of thoughts and conversation. I know I don't like to use the word conjure. That's going to lead to. So Iraq is participating for the first time in the thing, right, for the WTO in Abu Dhabi. Pointing to the completion of the requirements for Iraq's ascension to the organization, which is the completion of the files of trade in goods and trade in services within the timetable for joining the global multilateral trading system. The minister pointed to 
the desire and seriousness of the Iraqi government to establish balanced economic relations with all countries in the world at various levels and fields by improving the business and investment environment and making real reforms in laws and legislation. So then he goes on to say, look, Saudi Arabia is supporting us, right? And again, Iraq's keenness on the importance of the presence of Arab countries in Iraq to restore its effective role in economic organizations. Okay, that's what they're telling us, he said, right? He could have said more. Okay, so we don't know. This is the last sentence. The minister offered congratulations to the state of Comoros, whatever that is, and East Timor on obtaining membership. He didn't say, hey, welcome, partners. We're glad, you know, you got in and we got in. He doesn't say that. He's offering them congratulations. So I don't think they got in. Okay, but now, and it doesn't matter. It okay. The and the reason I say that is 2014, we know, okay, well, I believe, I fully believe in 2014, Iraq was going to RV the currency. And they weren't anywhere near getting into the WTO as close as they are now. 2018, 2019, 2020, 22. All these years after, there have been many times where many people believe Iraq was about to RV their currency and they were not anywhere near as close as they are to joining the WTO. So it's not a requirement. It doesn't matter. But many of you are still following it. Some people are putting such emphasis on it. Here, you can go to WTO.org. Oh, you can't see it. But go there. There's all kinds of information, especially now since they are um, doing this, whatever they're calling it, WTO Ministerial Conference, right? There's webcasting. And I'm sure, I bet you, whatever has passed is probably recorded. So you can go back and watch it if you want. It's not over. I believe it goes through the week. Um, so we'll see. So by the end of the week, we should know, or y'all should know, because I don't think they got in. Plus, you can go on. So if you go to that site, oh, yeah, and if you hit, um, well, don't even click on it. Just toggle over WTO membership, Ascension, joining WTO. Then the next page, is this the next page? Okay, no. You'll get another page and it says currently in ascensions in progress. And it lists those countries. And of course, Iraq is there. So they don't really have too much information, but you can click here and you can get more news on them. Current status in the accession process. Here's a flowchart. Lots of stuff in this flowchart is not done. You can click on these links. The next page you'll get 
is this. The things that are done. The PDF is there. It's in English and French. All the files. If you really want to dig down deep into it, all the information is there. So if they had announced their ascension, okay, it's going to be a big deal. It's going to be a big deal for Iraq. It's going to be breaking news. I can imagine Sadani congratulations, Iraq. We are now, we have ascended to full membership in the WTO. We're not going to be left wondering, oh, is this done? Mm -mm. So there's, I hope that answers all the questions people may want to ask me and have been asking me. And I've directed you um but i can see the links are cut off so i might have to post the links i'll try to do that in post-production i'll try to post the links so those who want to you can just come to the blog and it's all there for free okay let's see here all sudani will go to washington to enhance strategic cooperation so here is um this guy Fadi Alshamari, that's probably how you say that. Fadi Alshamari. He says Iraqi diplomatic teams are working to organize the Prime Minister's visit to Washington and its agendas. So they're trying to pre work, pre do some stuff. Um and this is interesting too. Iraq has activated its relations with European countries and with China and is working to diversify its political and economic relations. So I'm guessing that's some of the stuff they're going to talk about. Okay, we're almost done. Um, the dollar, oil, and SWIFT are cards in America's hands to stay in Iraq. So here's another. Okay, this I was just going to do, oh, see, it's still not, it's not formatted the way I like, but at least I got it where I could post. This is a great article you should read, especially if you're new and you haven't been here to see them exit from chapter seven. Um, the, when they defeated ISIS, let's see, what else is in here? Um, but here's some of the headings. More risky economic papers. Uh, prohibiting dealing with Iraqi companies and banks. There, they talk about SWIFT, right? So it's really good. I know it's long, but it's really good. Custodian of Iraqi funds. So I need to sneeze. I'm going to try not to. Okay, so, um, and I think this is the last article here, so just bear with me. We'll be about, yeah, just a few more minutes. I'm really not even going to talk about this. Um, so, of course, there's lots of back and forth. Iraqi-U.S. relationship future post-coalition withdrawal amid dangerous indicators. But again, what I try to do is pick the most comprehensive article. And post that one instead of posting lots of little articles. But here they're pointing out 
Economically, the U.S. remains an influential partner for Iraq, with trade and investment playing pivotal roles in bilateral ties. Additionally, American assistance in infrastructure development, health care, and education highlights the depth of engagement between the two nations. So, we got our hands up and everything. That's what that is saying. Okay. <laughs> but here, withdrawal within a year. Again, that would be the end of this year, maybe. So, uh, the future of the relationship. Here's that. The importance of the global coalition's presence. And isn't that interesting? Now it's global instead of international coalition and i i think there's someone who said they're just going to change the name and look there's a name change it wasn't me i didn't i mean i did but that's not the someone that i'm talking about <laughs> but anyway global coalition so there you have it that's probably going to be the new name but anyway um he did call us a superpower hey and there's no better strategic partner for Iraq than the U.S. Woohoo! But, all right, so yeah, so this another, again, another long article, but it's good. And I know, you know what, Pete, you guys aren't nerds like me. You don't have the time to sit up and read all this stuff. So that's why I do this. So you can just, you know, take 35 minutes out of your day and listen and maybe possibly go to the blog oh i didn't do my commercial oh look i skipped right over it so yeah if you want a way to make some 75 dollars it's not a business and you're not selling anything go here and read here's a little bit about it that's on the blog as well you have to be in the u.s though all right so that's it so we'll see what this week brings i think this is going to be an interesting week news wise and we'll see so thank you for listening i hope this was helpful as always i say accumulate while we wait for the rate to appreciate don't skip any mails and pay all your bills um enjoy the rest of your morning noon night whatever time it is you're enjoying this content subscribe or join or follow or whatever the terminology is so when i do post again you will be updated if everything works like it's supposed to, don't forget rss.com has a transcript. So you can't understand me. The transcript is pretty accurate. All right, that's it. Thank you. Have a good week. Focus on you. Take care of you. Um, live like this isn't going to happen. But also be prepared like it is going to happen tomorrow. All right. Thank you. Until next time.